Hey, what's going on? This is the Leafs Convo podcast for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com, May 5th, 2022. The Leafs coming off a 5-3 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The series tied at one apiece. After that opener, Mike, we felt like the Leafs were all-world invincible on top of everyone. And then back to reality, but that's okay. Headed back to Florida, tied at one. You were at the game. Your mm-hmm. first playoff game in, what, four years live? Congratulations for being there. What were your impressions? Yeah, my impression was, gee, I waited four years for that. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I, you know, I mean, if you expected Tampa to lay down and take it, you're dreaming in Technicolor. It yeah. wasn't going to happen. Um, even if the Leafs win this series, it's going to be a tough slog. Um, and yesterday, you know, sometimes statistics are just statistics and sometimes they're indicative. And when you see Vasilevsky 14 and O after losses in the last two seasons, then you know what he's about. And when he made that save on Liljegren in the first period, that unbelievable glove save, when the Leafs were pressing to get the lead, you knew this was going to be a different game. And I, I just, I mean, get fandom i get the like okay they're they're old they're tired they've won two cups they're, they're not gonna have the motivation <laughs> wait oh. a minute i thought those cups didn't mean anything well uh yeah they do <laughs> but uh yeah I'll, I, if you were the leaps would you take one of those cups yeah. of course you would of course. but but this is a team of quality this is a team with depth right. this is a team that can kill you one line through four um, they've got Victor Hedman. I mean, there's just too much talent there. Now, if they didn't show up last night, if the Leafs went up 2-0, then I would have said, okay, Tampa Bay's in trouble. But Tampa Bay, they got the goaltending. Right. Defense stepped up. They were physical. They were their usual dirty yeah. self. And the Leafs took seven, penalty, seven penalties, um, stuff that you know either should have been called or they shouldn't take. And they can't do that. If yeah. you, you know, you got away with it in game one where you got a five minute major to Clifford and a bunch of other penalties, and the Leafs penalty killing was better than Tampa's power play. Well, Tampa scored two power play goals on two Wayne Simmons penalties, and I think they scored a third one because the Headman goal was a was a power play goal. So that's three power play goals. There's your difference in the game, folks. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, the Leafs you know, riding high, the expectation was they would have to uh, sustain while Tampa came at them. And the, you know, the Lightning get a goal in the first period. They go up 3-1 after two. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a a typical response from a team that is trying to defend the Stanley Cup. The Leafs are trying to get over the hump and defend a reputation Tampa is you know, tangibly trying to, you know, maintain some of that trophy and keep it um, in in Florida. And with all of the talent that this team has, I mean, they may in the end fizzle out like, you know, all all teams that have success eventually do. But this any idea that, you know, the least we're going to walk through this thing because of that emphatic win in first round, just foolhardy if the, the script was flipped. Leafs fans would say, don't worry, we'll see you in game two. And and, and now we have a series. Well, oh, the Leafs got the first two power plays in the first period. They had some chances, couldn't couldn't cash through. Right. T- Tampa Bay got a couple power plays later in the period, yeah. uh, had some chances. And then even Sheldon Keefe said they sort of 
breathed a sigh of air at the end of the period where they thought that they were through it, and Tampa Bay scores with 1.4 seconds left. And I said right at that moment when they scored yeah, that. Yeah, that's a tough that, one. That was an absolute killer. Right. You cannot, you can, and you know, you cannot give up those type of goals. And I think really they had they they didn't react, they didn't react well to that. They gave up the goal late or early in the second period, and only when, only when Matthews made that fantastic play on the bunting goal, did I think the crowd get into it and. Uh, were as electric as they were in game one, hoping that they would spur a comeback. And then Kucherov scores a goal uh, after Simmons takes a bad penalty. And at that point, I said, they're done. And Well, the you know, lead, look, Toronto is notorious for being a reactive crowd, right? If there's nothing going on, they're not really doing anything. If the team... If, if the team motivates the crowd, the crowd gets into it. If Again, it's not as if you you enter that arena and the the crowd is on its feet j- just for fun, just because of the atmosphere, just because of the timing. They're not the crowd ne- is it's not in the moment yet. It's you know it's in these series of moments. So you you really I, can't I, expect the crowd to propel this hockey team, Mike. I don't. Again, I'm not care, I, I don't care how many. I don't care how much game ops tries to get the crowd whipped up by telling them to whip the towels around. Yeah. If the team is not playing well, they're going to wipe their butts with the towels instead of whipping them around. So, and the, and that, and that, and that game honestly was up until, you know, okay. They got a couple late goals to make the score look reasonable. They, they were outplayed uh, and, and they did not get uh, the penalty. You know, I mean, if, if you want, if you want to blame the, the referees and blame the bad penalties. Then go, go for it. It's going to mean nothing. Right. But 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 honestly, the the team can't do that because all I, if they use bad that penalties as, caused that loss. Okay, so let's go and contest it and see if they'll reverse. Yeah, if they the, use the that as an excuse, they're going to lose the series. They got to fight through it. It, it. it is it is what it is. And now you go into Tampa. We'll we'll see how that crowd is. We'll see how that environment is. Bottom line. The the Lightning may lose this series, and the Leafs may go on and win their first playoff series in fucking forever. But Tampa's going to go down trying, uh, and and that is that's the response game. I figured um, they would put up. They came out on top. They looked better on the stat sheet. They they had more hustle than the Maple Leafs. But it's one one. The Leafs earned home ice advantage, and still and have home lost. ice advantage in this series. So no, no they don't. No, they don't. They don't. No, they lost on home ice, so now Tampa has the home ice advantage. Tampa's Did got. They, sorry, my apologies. Did they. It goes two, two, one, one, one. So now Tampa's got two at home, and they got game six. They have game six. Toronto only has two home games: game five and game seven. So if Tampa wins out at home, they win the series. They have home ice advantage, but but you know that that's in that's inconsequential. What what the you know the Leafs have to at least split in Tampa these next two games. Come okay. back. To come back on on uh, let's see on Tuesday next Tuesday tied two two at the at the least if they don't then I think they lose in five and I picked the series would at least go six mm-hmm. uh, and you know I'm hopeful that the that the Leafs can re- rebound from this game and be uh, and and put up a good effort in game three and if they do that then then you know it's a it's a brand new series again. and they'll have to bury their chances with the man advantage Masia Gakowski one for three on the power play um, no no doubt so so Tampa did what it had to do and you you mentioned right off the hop and it's just obvious uh, you, you you bury the the biscuits um, 
when you have an extra skater out there, you give yourself a better chance of winning. The game was 5-3. Tampa scored three goals on the power play. There is your game. I mean, there are a lot of other things that were going on that you could say lent to this result in the end. But um, the Leafs all for four. If the Leafs score two on the power play and Tampa does what it does, uh, it's uh, it's going into overtime, that game last night. Uh, Dyslexic, thanks for being in the first in the chat. Uh, Milan Tomasevic, I do not recognize the name. Welcome if this is your first time. If it is not, it's been nice to have you. Tavares and Nylander need a much bigger presence for game three. Um, in community right now, where is it? Um, Robbie Robertson uh, feels like um, JT needs to step it up offensively. He doesn't play on the PK, so he darn well better be scoring on the power play. Um, again, Marner and Matthews are doing their thing, and if those guys collectively score 10, 15, uh, you know, 20, 25 points in this series and the team still loses, miss, mission not accomplished. All cylinders have to be firing, especially the top guys, and that also includes uh, 91 and well, 88. Still time well, for those guys to come around. Well, nine, okay, ninety. Let's start with ninety-one. Um, you know, he had an assist in the first game on the Matthews goal, and that was the only power play goal that they've scored—the five-on-three goal. Um, yesterday, he's been winning. I think he won. He's won eighty percent of his face-offs, which don't don't minimize that. And, and no. that's extremely important. But and he, you know, he hasn't been. I don't think he's been. He hasn't been on the ice for a goal. So defensively, he's right. played well, and offensively, he's played okay. Sure. And, and maybe uh, this is what we're going to get out of him, right? Like he's. But he's but you have okay. You have him playing game one. You had him playing with Kasha and Mikheyev. This game, you had him mostly playing with Mikheyev and uh, and Kerfoot. They they've tried to spread out their offense by putting Neilander on the third line with David Kampf and Engvall. I, I'll bet you anything that in Game Three, with with, with Tampa having the uh, having the uh, the last change, that you're going to see Nealander playing a lot more with Tavares. And honestly, Nealander's best two scoring chances yesterday were when they mixed him in with Tavares. So I think maybe to jumpstart Tavares, they need to put Nealander on that line with them. Right, and you know it's the it's a series but within the series there are a series of things that take place the ups and downs is one one marner has picked up what is five six points or whatever it is matthews is is doing well too perhaps down in tampa um uh, a, a different look a different environment a different feel a bit of a reset after one one maybe a bit more urgency on the leafs now to do something to respond Perhaps it's a Nylander who's who's off of his uh, little fish poisoning there, and um, with with Tavares, maybe at this stage right now, it's all of the other stuff besides huge a huge offensive presence that uh, we should be looking to him to provide. Mike, uh, you know, all we, it's, typically it's score, 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 but it's the other stuff that you know, helps to facilitate the offense, helps to batten down the hatches a little bit that we don't necessarily pay attention to unless it's in this moment because it's after the fact. If the team loses, those things don't mean as much, right? At the end, you've got to win. But um, if he can continue to do those things and the team does win because of them, then, you know, we'll look back and say he is at least contributing. There's a bit of a conversation going on here in the chat. It's nice nobody's listening to us, but why bother? Uh, dyslexic uh, Simmons does this all the time in the playoffs, as does Clifford. 
Um, and I think someone else made a point down here that uh, Jeremy Simmons and Clifford taking bad penalties is not what the fourth line needs. Those guys were there in the first game to, you know, respond to Tampa's antics because Tampa was down five, nothing. Um, you can't have the knuckle draggers running around out there causing problems. There's some, again, as I've said, this team's reactive, but those guys need to be there to enforce things, not to incite things in, in an inappropriate way that leads to problems for the team. You're muted, Mike. Sorry. Uh, as I mentioned to you before we went live, um, the Leafs are not a initiator. They're a responder. And mm. when you have only a few guys like Simmons and Clifford, referees right. will zero in on those guys. Yeah. And if they do something, they're going to call it, call it. So, I mean, this is this is a symptom of the fact that, you know, the, this team was built to be more of a skill team. You just can't turn on the physicality. Yeah. In the playoffs. It's, it's out of their character. Now, Tampa is this team all the time. They're physical. You know, they've got Maroon, you've got Perry, you've got Belmar, you've got uh, a big guy. Maroon's like, a problem, man. Like, yeah. And, and, and he, you know, he's, he's going to do his crap. You know, he felt, you know, he fell on Campbell one time. He, you know, he's that that's now if Simmons is there to quote, take him out, so to speak, or neutralize him, then he's going to have to be smart and pick his spots and not, you know, get caught doing something like cross-checking him or jabbing him. You know, if, if that's, that's your role, you've got to do it fine. Now I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't doubt that in game three, you might see Simmons, you might see Clifford come back in the lineup because um, I think they need that physicality. Now, I don't know who would come out. Maybe yeah, well, uh, J, J. Paul uh, Turner. Sorry, I got new glasses. And I don't even know if they're very good because I'm having trouble reading. Uh, you have to choose one of Simmons and Clifford. That's enough to dissuade Goons. I don't think it is, but I get his point. What he's saying is Spezza has to draw in. I mean, I don't, that's his opinion. What What do you say, Mike? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Jason Spezza and the way he's played. And, you know, I think, you know, maybe the age is starting to show a little bit, but he still contributed goal. Right. That's the thing. It's like, I, do they need more offense from the fourth line or do they need, you know, more sandpaper from the fourth line? Based on what has happened in the first two games, I think they need the sandpaper. Um, they need the sandpaper. But that sandpaper has to be applied effectively, Mike. The sandpaper can't be stupid. Right. That's right. You know, you, if you want to, if you know, you need this is the reason you go out and you get veteran players that they right. make the right decisions. Clifford made a bad decision in game one, it cost mm. him a five minute power play, but didn't end up hurting them. Simmons maybe tr tried to fill the void because Clifford was out. He takes two penalties, it ends up in power play goals. You have to pick your spots. Now, so, I know, yeah, Spezza can be nasty as well. Like, we're just going to, we're doing a rapid one here. I'm, we're, we're in and out. We've got people who want to contribute, and this is what it really is about as we kind of end this thing. Um, Gakowski out of uh, Windsor, Detroit, Spezza could be nasty as well. Not as, not as nasty as he, 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 he may need to be, Mike. There's a couple of other things. Who was going on about the, Rob, the officiating was terrible. We can talk about it all we want, but it's really, it really doesn't. It doesn't matter. The Leafs have to rise above the officiating, right? I mean, I, I, there's nothing to feel good about. There, there's no way to rationalize the loss or failure because you disagreed with how the officiating was. If you won the fucking game, I don't care, right? So at the end of the day, the the Leafs they're looking past it. Fans, we've got to look past it too. Uh, K Dog for the money John Tavares is making, uh, he's a bit overpaid just to win faceoffs. 
Fair enough. He is overpaid. Aren't all of these guys overpaid? K Dog. At this point now, we there's no point talking about how much these guys make. They make a dollar or fifty million dollars a season. It's it's time to put up or shut up. If they don't complete the task, if they don't, um, you know, accomplish the mission, then they're all overpaid. At I the mean, end five, of the day, right? Five, five on five, five on five. Uh, you know, Tavares in the first two games has been. You know, I mean, he's not been bad. He's created plays, but nobody's converted, and that's right. you. You know. I, I know that Ilya McKay have scored 20 goals. And I know he's a big, fast player. He doesn't have the finish that a guy like Nylander has. So I think he, I think you need to put Nylander on that line. Or if, you, you know, yesterday they had Kasha on the fourth line because they inserted bunting in the lineup. Right. Maybe they put Kasha back up on that on that line with, with Nylander. You've got to give Tavares more weapons to work with. But the thing is, that's a double-edged sword. You put those guys with Tavares, especially Nylander. The reason Nylander is on the third line is to protect him from defensive faux pas. Kampf and, and and Engvall are very good defensively and cover up for that. You put you put Nylander on that second line. He may score your goal. He may cost you a goal too. Yeah. Um, just a couple other things, guys, and then we'll we'll move along. Uh, and uh, OG's converts. Everybody in the chat, thank you. This is what I really love the interaction. Robert Hamilton. Uh, the lack of physical players in the top six will be the biggest factor for the Leafs. They'll eventually get beat down. We mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, we've been talking about this constantly, not, not as if we know what we're talking about, but it, it makes sense. Robert's on point here, Mike, Rob, Robert's certainly on point. This team is, this team is, is not going to win a Stanley cup, grind through 16 wins, four series because they're more skilled than the rest of the league. So he makes a good point and man, oh man, we're in, it's the Leafs are in for a test, but one one, they're doing okay right now, and we'll see what happens again. I mean, three. the addition of bunting on that top top line gives them some feistiness, but yeah. bunting, bunting can't really uh, impose his physical will because he's not a big player. You need big body players who want to play that physical game. That's why guys like Tom Wilson or Matthew Kachuk are impact players because right. they have unbelievable skill and they they are massively physical. Uh, now, at one point. Uh, um, Maychak Gutkowski in the chat made so that I think is you know, says maybe Keith should consider putting JT on the first line. If you remember, I think it was the Columbus series. They mixed in Tavares like every other shift or every third shift, putting him on the left wing with with Marner and Matthews. You could see that because um, when when you're trying to match when you're trying to create matchup differences when it comes to uh, when you're on the road, you know, if, if all of a sudden they, they say, I'm going to put Anthony Sorelli against Matthews and you're thinking you put him against that line. Okay. Well, if you yeah. create, if you create a super line for every other shift, that's tough to match up with. So you might see that. Well, sure. And, and this is, this is up to Keith in, in terms of how he wants to align his, his battalion uh, for, for to set up and succeed in battle. But this isn't this whole process isn't about getting 91 going. The Leafs, whether 91's going or not, the Leafs still have a ton of offense. When whether 88 is scoring effervescent goals, the Leafs still have a ton of offense. I mean, Marner and Matthews, uh, two guys that really got nailed hard after that series loss. Um, I mean, five points each. They, they they're playing like you know Leafs on fire with a, a lot to prove. 
I don't see that changing unless we get to the point where the the Leafs just lose their nerve and you can feel the series slipping away. And that's going to have to happen here either in the next game or or game four. I just don't think that's going to um, take place. For me, Mike, this, you know, for me, this is a seven gamer, right? And then it's a coin toss. If the Leafs win that coin toss, all bets are off. If they lose it again, I mean, we can talk about how well they played in the series or how ineffective they were uh, when the chips were down. But I think we're going seven. I think a lot of fans better buckle up for seven games. And that's a good thing um, for the Maple Leafs because it it looks like they're going to be in it all the way to the very end with a chance to take the series. Yeah, I also, um, you know, I heard some people complaining about the way Jack Campbell played last night. Jack Campbell had to make more good saves in the in the first period than he had to do in game one. Um, now, hundred percent, Tampa just didn't seem to be ready in that opener. Right, they only had three or four good scored scoring chances, and I, I mean, I don't care what the stats. Right. I think they had like four or five or six at least in the first period. Mm-hmm. And then he, the, 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 I don't, I can't put the Hedman goal or Perry's breakaway goal or Kucherov. I mean, I, I don't find him at fault with the, for the goals. Those are just good scoring chances. Right. You know, maybe you can make the point, well, you need your goalie to make a save. Well, you saw what that was like with Vasilevsky last year. He didn't make the saves in game one. He made the saves in game two. Now the Leafs have to bounce back. Maybe they tinker with their lineup a little bit. Um, I, I doubt that they change the defense at all. Um, may, maybe Clifford gets put back in, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. You know, is it going to be turn the other cheek and go more skill and just say, okay, let Tampa beat on them and hit them more and get the penalty, get the penalty calls. I don't know. I don't think that works, but we'll see. <laughs> when in Rome, man, I mean, <laughs> you need to, <laughs> you need to adapt to the environment, right? And overcome it. Let me like again. This there's still this perception that the Leafs are playing uh, their game, and uh, their game will rise above because uh, we, we all know the the pedigrees there and the examples of greatness are there. the The Leafs are still finding their way, right? And it, 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 you don't you don't become a champion in the regular season. You become a champion when there's a championship on the line in the playoffs. Look, opened up really well. A little bit of pushback late last night. You expected this from, from the Stanley Cup champions. This is going to be a knock them down, drag them out. Skill, speed, shitty stuff, uh, dirty stuff, opportun- oppor- opportunistic stuff, luck. Look, the Leafs just have to be there uh, until the very end and give themselves a chance to do it. They're not going to blow the lightning away, and um, they're not going to blow anybody in this playoff away. It is going to be very tough. Just a couple of things before we go. Uh, K-Dog, we got you, man. We, we know what you're saying. We appreciate you uh, being here. But there's also uh, Rob Bunting looks 100% and adds edge to the top six. Um, a- a- absolutely. And then there was one other one. Uh, Campbell looks very good. Uh, and then someone's asking about Nylander throwing a hit. Of course, no. You know, that's 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 not what uh Well, he did, what he, he did get called for a tripping penalty, which shouldn't have been called. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I, 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 my, my, my assertion regarding Nylander, and I felt a little bad um, uh, after criticizing him in game one and then finding out he had food poisoning, the fact that he played when he was – chucking up his guts before I, I know that I couldn't do it. So I give him, I give him a lot of credit for that. Oh, he had like eight expected goals too. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's, but they need, they, they need their core group. If right. You know, 
Point, Stamkos, Kucherov, Sorelli. Yeah. Uh, they all showed up yesterday. So to, to win, need their core to show up. So they need the core to show up, but you, you can show up and these guys could get two points apiece and still lose the game. Yeah. Um, what what are you expecting? Are you expecting Tampa to try to draw draw them into the into the gutter and, and do fucky shit? That's what um, they do. They you they, you have okay, you well, they have can do that more and then just try to get the yeah, least no, off their they're, game. They're not gonna change they're not gonna change. They're gonna say, Come on, this is this is what we are. We're gonna come at you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, um you know Maroon's gonna uh, you know jab people with this stick or run defensemen into the goaltender or come from, in from behind. Um, Perry is gonna you know go in and do stuff and smile. I mean the, I, I found it for those who were looking for the meme of 2022 last year it was Ben Sherratt sort of ragdolling Matthews and Matthews just smiling and like look at this guy but it, it was indicative of sort of like okay well, you know what are you doing Nealander Perry comes in jabs him he turns around looks at him and just like smiles like hey what are you doing hey but, but that's but that's Nealander there's really no point and and I mean, I, on social media everybody gets on him about it that's who he is he may well score a goal in overtime to send this team to the next series. Um, you know, he's going to make his place. He's a periphery guy. Yeah, he gets in there, works the stick a little bit. Of, um, you know, there he's slight. He's sly defensively, but he will always leave something to be desired. We just got to let him be who he is. Well, last two comments. Uh, Jay Powell's really, really uh, contributing here. Thank you, sir. Um, the Leafs were the best single, uh, uh, best uh, single uh, dump and chase team. Sorry, new glasses, guys. Uh, the Leafs were the single best dump and chase team all season. Need to make that adjustment. He's saying they got caught up in the transition game that um, you know Tampa uh, had going last night. Uh, sure, sure they're, they're, tactically, the Leafs are going to have the edge. Tampa's going to have the edge. It's it's a chess match in, in many ways. That's why I think it's going to go seven. Some other people don't in the chat don't think the Leafs will survive in in seven so i i guess it's just sort of a a wait and see and um we have uh cory parish he says he felt like last night was a must-win game you made the point and i made a mistake that uh, the leafs had still have all my advantage they don't maybe that's why last night was a must-win game you take your first two on home but on home ice right long series it's gonna be a long series long series mike has some other stuff to do so do i OG's Converse, thank you so much for being here. Like I said, we're going to do a, a ton of shows leading up to the, the finale, uh, most likely in between games. And let's hope the Leafs continue on past Tampa and go as deep as they possibly can. That means the, the convo will be right there with them. For Mike, I'm Norm. Talk to you in like, I don't know, 24, 48 hours.